This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So I haven't told you yet why I sound a little um, off. Not congested, but you know, my voice. You might notice that it's doing something a little bit funny <laughs> that it wasn't doing on Friday or Thursday, whenever it was that I last hosted the show. But anyway, it's not because I'm not feeling well. It's not because I'm sick. None of that. No, it was just a real huge karaoke session on Saturday night. Just completely threw my throat off. Absolutely loved it, though. Every moment, every moment of karaoke is a lit moment. But, uh, you know, Kelly knows. Kelly's not here today to vouch for this, but um, he's heard us at karaoke. And we just go off. There's no holding back. We love karaoke around here. I'm Ramya Amadin. Thanks for listening to us here on Kelly and Company. And at this time, we like to check in with our friends from AMI-tv. Um, specifically, we love to chat about what's coming up on tonight's episode of AMI This Week. So Grant Hardy, our reporter in Vancouver, is telling us about the Vancouver feature on Violet Peterson, who's a partially sighted um, artist. Grant, thanks for coming on. How are you? Hey, Rami. I'm great. How are you? Good. Do you enjoy karaoke? Actually, I do. I okay. love karaoke. And when I first moved into my uh, neighborhood, there was a nice karaoke place uh, just about halfway down the block from where I lived. And I used to love going there to rock out. Nice. A lot of fun karaoke. It is. Now, did you ever try out the, you know, rent a private room with your friends, that kind of karaoke? Or is it just open mic, everybody free for I- all? only ever open mic i've I've never uh, tried the other kind but one of these days one of these days and i'm telling you they get pretty bougie like these karaoke experiences (laughs) and you feel like a serious rock star going to some of these places (laughs) so uh, i encourage you yeah so going back to ami this week let's talk about violet peterson who are they and how did you connect with her yeah well i really like to highlight um local members of the community and this is somebody that i've known kind of through a friend of a friend and and followed on social media from uh calgary her name is uh her name is tanya she goes by her middle name violet peterson Mm -hmm. and uh she is a partially sighted artist who focuses primarily on uh landscape paintings and nature and sunsets and that's kind of where she gets her inspiration from and has always really loved um doing artistry um but i guess as she got older she kind of uh, got some interesting reactions from people a lot of people were impressed that she was doing this artistry with so little vision some people actually thought that you know she was uh faking it you know, Oof. that it wasn't authentic. I, I know a lot of people, I mean, even, you know, someone like Stevie Wonder has encountered that, right? Sometimes people don't believe he's actually blind because he's yep. as good a singer as he is. Um, so she kind of, I know, is looking for some direction and kind of took up this 
art as a way to put herself out there, grow as a person, be an entrepreneur, um, and also share with the world uh, a little bit about what her life is like as a partially sighted artist. So uh, obviously stating the obvious, there's a lot of room for advocacy in what she does because uh, like, with everything you're pointing out, um, so many people still see it as so rare that people with disabilities are in the arts and showcasing their talents. And especially when you're, um, you know, putting in blindness and the spectrum of blindness with visual arts, people have a lot of questions, uh, let alone the the skepticism that you're, you're saying. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, at some point, this year, she's been accepted into two small art showcases in Calgary. I shouldn't actually say small, but two, two you know, two community-based art showcases in mm-hmm. Calgary. Um, and it really gave the opportunity to uh, bring her art there to display and sell it, but also to do things like bring, you know, her CCTV, you know, magnifier um, in order to do things like answer people's questions on like, how do you actually create these paintings and how do you create your, your digital artists as well? Um, and there's also a little bit, uh, of a social media advocacy campaign, uh, going on as well as part of her sort of brand where I really noticed she's posting a lot of you know, little stories, little anecdotes about like what her life is actually like, sort of those comedic experiences where, you know, you're, you're accidentally like talking to a coat hanger instead of, you know, another person, (laughs) Um, but in a very lighthearted manner too. I, I, I sort of don't, don't always love when people take kind of an adversarial or, an angry line in the sand on this, but in her case, I think it's done just, just very well. uh, Very, um, like I say, sort of comically and and lightheartedly and and just trying to show that she's a very normal person with a unique set of challenges, uh, but still just a normal person and artist like anyone else. So this is part of the social media campaign, the the, the comedic look on her uh, vision and life. Yeah, a combination of um, selling her art, uh, which you can get uh, selling her art, uh, but as well as uh, just show, uh, sharing blogs and videos and stories about her mm-hmm. life as a blind artist, which really transcends the spectrum between like, how do you make art and just sort of like her entire existence you know how she how she gets around and all that stuff that we constantly get asked so it's another yeah yeah no i i just wanted to pipe in and say it's really fantastic first of all the the angle that she's taken and really embraced the educational side of it you know doing with the doing it with a smile on her face and saying yeah yeah i'm here to answer all your questions and let me uh, take my stuff to the gallery so you can actually see how i work all of these things um is brilliant but it is not everyone's approach right grant like we know of people who say leave my blindness or leave my disability out of this conversation please i am you know i i happen to have a disability but it's not always part of the conversation or part of my process or um just something i want to always talk about share about um whereas with violet she's 
totally open to it and totally wanting to um, embrace that side of advocacy. For sure. Yeah. And I think both approaches are absolutely uh, valid. Like I said, the only thing I ever kind of, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. The only thing I kind of ever have a problem with are, you know, a little bit of those sort of adversarial or, or angry approaches as, as understandable as it might be for, for some people, it, it's just maybe not quite my cup of tea. Um, but I, I really do appreciate people who say, you know, let's just leave myself and my disability out of this. I mean, you get that also with, um, you know, people in our industry, right. Where people, yep. we may be great at interviewing other people, but it comes to doing a little profile on us. And we're like, wait a second here. <laughs> now, I didn't know this was on the agenda. Um, so, you know, I think that that is the case for a lot of people, but this is a relatively young, uh, woman in her, a well, very young woman in her, her twenties and is just sort of getting started and looking to make her mark. And I, I think this is a very interesting, uh, approach for her and, yeah. and one that I think will benefit the community. And it, I think it could really help her, uh, you know, embrace her art. And, and I have not putting any words in Violet's mouth or, you know, assume, presuming anything about her process, but like a lot of us, when we want to take our out our art and share it with the world, um, there's sometimes a bit of hesitation, right? That that bit of like, I don't know if the world will love this or if people will love this as much as I do. And I don't know if I'm fully ready for this. And what happens when people start asking questions about my disability or I have to face the accessibility conversations about different things? Um, but, you know, this is like from the get-go, you're saying, this is who I am. And therefore, yeah. I'm okay with talking about it, which is super helpful on an internal, like, mental health level. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, just helpful on, uh, you know, one interesting level that I think I've noticed her her best friend that we've talked to is, has noticed this as well, um, that it's really brought this individual, Violet, out of her shell as well, in that um, she's... a fairly shy person I think just meeting and and talking with her Um, Mm -hmm. but having to really be approachable and have other people approach her at art shows and start asking uh, a mixture of of questions about her art probably more outlandish questions about her you know her disability or curious questions and having to really like act as an ambassador and and be in front of the public like that Plus on social media where, I mean, we know, you know, what, what is there to say? It's completely an uncensored window into the human mind, the kinds of things that you'll get asked and comments that people will make. Um, I think that it has really been helpful in, in taking her out of her shell and creating a more open personality for herself. For sure. And I'm sure just being on social, period, uh, and, and going out into art galleries at all will make that impact on you, right? Like you, you got to start um, taking in the, the conversations and the people and the commentary and all of this stuff, the, the critique, the reactions, the responses to your artwork, all of these things. Um, it's part of the package. I'll say, yeah, and that yeah. uh, it's something that she seems to be really embracing with open arms. Something Amazing. that I think 
you would be scary, but there you yeah. go. Well, this is cool. I'm really looking forward to um, experiencing this feature tonight on AMI this week. Where can we learn more, Grant? Yeah, watch our piece. Uh, you can check out our website, violetpetersonarch.com, or just Google her. I think it's the top result as well. And uh, you can follow her on social, uh, check out her art, and I believe she's got a lot of content on the website as well to check out. Lovely. Thank you so much, Grant. And we can check this out tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. You have a great week. Cool. You you as well. Thank you. On uh, Mondays, we check in with our friends from AMI-tv just before we kick off the second hour. And in that hour today, we're talking about Bonterra's floating art installation on Lake Ontario. And this is more than just an art piece, so I'm looking forward to that convo. Plus, we have Danielle McLaughlin and her guest, Lee Webb, Director of Client Services from Sarah, discussing uh, disability rights and accommodation later on on Know Your Rights. But after the break, let's talk a little bit about some articles making the headlines, um, including five very resilient crops. Jeff Ryman is going to join us for that after the break. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.